Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Team 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Gitin Daf Chaf, Gitin 20a, pagination 39, we'll start from the facing page, four lines from the bottom, Hahu Gavra in the beginning of the line, discussing cases where a get is compared or confused with a mezuzah or a sefer Torah. Hahu Gavra. There was a person, he threw a get to his wife, landed in the barrels, in the midst of the barrels. And such an act of giving her the get could work because it's her chatzar, it's her yard, it's her proximity. The question here is though, when they looked among the barrels to find what it is that he threw her, which we thought was a get, and every indication from him was that it was her get, we only found a mezuzah. And we realized that on a certain level, it could be that it was confused, that people saw the writing in a certain type of letters on a parchment, and now we're finding out that it's really a mezuzah, if we assume this is the item that he dropped. Omer Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, Mezuzta beni doni lo It's not normal to find a mezuzah among the barrels. And therefore, we have to assume that the mezuzah that's here is the item that he dropped, that he sent her, and he never gave her a get. Says the Gemara, Vahani Mili, but this, that we're nervous that this item is the item that he threw there, because otherwise, how did a mezuzah get here? Is the Ishtaka Chada, that we only find one of these parchments. Avobez Gimel, but if we find two or three mezuzahs, so the Midaha Havoi, just like this mezuzah got here, the two and the three, Hanami Havoi, this other mezuzah that you found also got here. Vigitan, if you're wondering, where did the get go? It could be that the mice took it. In other words, it disappeared on its own. But you no longer have this compelling logic. How did a mezuzah get here? <laughs> Uh, there are other mezuzahs that are here. Apparently someone walking by with a bunch of mezuzahs dropped some. And the fact that a mezuzah is very odd to be among the barrels is not really a compelling argument anymore. Where did the get go? If there was a get, it was taken. It's lost. We can't find it. But that doesn't mean that the item we're finding is the item he dropped and there never was a get. So that was a case where mezuzah and get might be confused because they're both written in this ink on a parchment in a certain size and someone can confuse one with the other perhaps. The Gemara continues. Hahu Gavra, another story. The Olavekinishta, there was a person who went, a man who went to the shul. Shakal Torah, he took the Sefer Torah from the Aram. And he gave it to his wife. And said to her, 
Hey, Giteich, here is your get, your bill of divorce. Amar Rav Yosef, Lamay Nechishla. Rav Yosef said, what shall we worry about? I mean, how in the world could this be a get? Imishem Krisus Deispa. If you think that perhaps because it says in Parshas Kiseitze, the topic of Gitin, you need that he should write for her a get, and you don't have that. If you want to consider the possibility, we should be concerned. Maybe when this Sefer Torah was being written, he paid the sofer to have in mind his wife, so that if he wants to divorce her, he could divorce her with the Sefer Torah. You would still need his name, her name, and the name of the cities, and you don't have that. And therefore, a Sefer Torah would not work as a get. Let's continue one line later. A third case. Amar Rav Chista, Rav Chista said, Get Shekoso Shalolishma, a get that was written without the right intent. Let's give an example. A sofer is practicing and he asks a guy who's standing there, Nu, what's your name? I'll, I'll write a get. I'll use your name. And what's your wife's name? He writes his wife's name. This is something that we wouldn't do nowadays. Uh, we would consider it an ayin hara. How can you go ahead and write someone's name? It's a bad omen. But that's what this sofa perhaps did. But somehow he's got the right names in the get. But it was written shalolishma. Without any intent that it's really going to be a get. Vehevir alav kulmus lishma, and now he goes over the letters with the quill, and this time he's doing it lishma. So he's writing a little bit more ink on top of the existing ink that wasn't good on its own. Banu lemachlokes Rabbi Yehuda verabanan. The suggestion is that this is the machlokes Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanan de Tanya, as we learned. You have a case of a person who's writing a Sefer Torah and he's supposed to write Hashem's name. Yud, then the He, then the Vav, then the He. And he makes a double mistake. His first mistake is that he tries to write Yehuda. He thinks he's up to Yehuda. And he made a second mistake. And he forgot to put in the Dalit. And he ended up with a Yud, a He, a Vav, and a He. Exactly the way it's supposed to be. So he made a double mistake. The problem is he didn't have intent for Hashem's name, which is a requirement. You have to have, when you write Hashem's name, intent for Hashem's name. And he thought he was going to be writing Yehuda. So what could he do now with Hashem's name that's written so beautifully, but without the right intent? So we realize the problem is very big. You can't simply erase it and try it again because it's Hashem's name. Now let erase Hashem's name. So the solution that was considered was Mavir Olav Kolmes Umekadcho Divir Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, write over it, reinforce the letters. 
right above the existing letters, but this time Lishma, and that will make it good. And the Chachamim say, Ein Hashem min that is not an acceptable Shem Hashem. Doesn't work. The assumption is that the same rule would be true over here in our sugya by a get. That according to the opinion that you could write over it and it works, it's good. According to the other opinion, the Chachamim, it's not an acceptable form of writing and it doesn't work. There is discussion when they say Ein Hashem Min HaMuvchar, it's not a nice Shem Hashem. What's the ramification or what's the intent of that statement? But the simple understanding would be that it doesn't work. The Gon in Evan Ezer Simon Kuf Lamid discusses this, but it doesn't work. And therefore, by get, it shouldn't work either. Amar Rav Achav Yaakov, says, Dilma Lohi, maybe it's not like that. Ad kan lo ka'amri Rabbanan hasam, the only reason the Rabbanan say so significantly that it will not work in a Sefer Torah is the ba'ina zakeli ve'anveyu, because you have to make the Sefer Torah in a beautiful way. It's a special mitzvah, and that's what they're saying, it's not a proper Shem Hashem. And you don't have that if you wrote it and then you wrote on top of the existing letters. But by get, there's no such requirement that it be beautiful as long as it's acceptable. And therefore, if you would write on top of it, holds Dilma, maybe it might be good. We look at Shochan Aruch, Evan Ezer, Simon Kuf Lamid, Seif Hey, and we find a fascinating ruling. Get Shekosvo Shalod if a get was written without the right intent, Afalpi Shehevira Lav Komos even if you write on top of it, ain't no get, it's not a good get, which would mean that we're accepting the comparison of the Chachamim's ruling by Sefer Torah, that it doesn't work to make it Lishma. For Yesh Omrim the Mechaber says, but there are those who say, that you have to worry about such a get, that it is possible that it might be valid. If she is indeed possibly divorced, that means if she marries a different man based on this get, she might be married to that other man. And we would require a get on both sides in order to clarify her status. And this Choshishimlo is based on the presentation of Rav Acha Bar Yaakov in our Gemara, who says, Dilma, maybe it's different. By Sefer Torah, we're more strict because it has to be beautiful. But by Get, we're just looking for a valid document that was written Lishma. And it could be, Rav Acha Bar Yaakov says, that such a get, writing on top of writing, where the second writing is with the proper intent, Rav Yaakov says, it could be that that's a good get. Yashikoach, thank you for joining.